Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Batches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Jordana. And today we are talking about a lot of pop culture stuff. Um, and Sammy is not here because, as you can see from her Instagram, she is skiing up a storm in She's Europe. She's in Stad. Yes. <laughs> Who would have known um, when we went to Greek Peak with Sammy, senior year of college, where she would literally not go down the mountain, I'm that proud she of would her. be, I know, just doing like. Basically being in ski commercials in <laughs> Stad. I know. How do you say it's Stad? Stad. Stad is the, is the G silent. Oh, yeah. I, I only know this from Sonia Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know how to pronounce it. But, I, but, I, but I'm only going based on how she pronounces it. So I assume it's right. It's been a real 180 for her. But it I'm has. proud of her skills and how they've been um, have they refined. Developed? Yes. <laughs> So you're speaking of vacations, you're going away on your honeymoon. I know it really crept up on me. It's like um, coming up. I'm leaving tomorrow night and I'm excited and nervous. And um, what are you nervous about? I don't know. Just like I feel like traveling internationally in COVID, even though they got rid of the COVID testing in like two of the countries or three of the all the countries. But I still have to test to get back. It's more just like, it's not even like that stress. It's almost like a mental stress of like, okay. It's also, we're, so we don't have to test until we're coming back at the very end. So I'm okay. kind of like, I hope it just doesn't linger over my head the entire time. But we're also going to like warm places where we're going to be outside the whole time. So I feel like pretty fine about it. It's just like that weird thing, that weird like cloud that follows you, you through it, the trip. Yeah. But hey, like just you, you know what to do about trying to avoid it and if you get it at the end of the yeah. day whatever like you'll figure it out it's true yeah i don't have i mean my plant the plant that you bought me in my background will be very upset if it's not watered for <laughs> 25 it's, it's days a self, it's a self-watering plant oh yeah oh. but it needs yeah you don't know that i mean mike is very confused about it i'll have i'll tell him that for tonight because he's been um he's stressed worried. he's been a little stressed about the plants uh, being for us being gone for for that long. That one, that one's like a, it's not self watering. I mean, it, it's self watering to an extent. It's just you have to water it less frequently because it has a thing under it that collects the water and then waters the plant until it runs out of the water. So well, good thing we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought of you. We can't uh, really keep plants alive on, without the, this. Without special this special mechanism. You have yeah. a nice plant in your background too. Do what? Oh, this is fake. Oh. I like a fake plant, personally. I have a good mix. Very low maintenance. Totally. Yes. Um, I'm going on vacation, too. But nothing is exotic. Yes. That's you. You're Florida's going to Naples, Florida. right? <laughs> Naples, Florida. Yes. <laughs> the Naples the Naples of, of the USA. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I'm, it's also, I'm nervous because I'm bringing uh, my kid, my daughter, for the first time on a plane. But oh, little Mila. Yeah, I'm nervous about it because the last flight I was on, I just heard a baby crying the entire time. And I was like, fuck, that's going to be me. Um, But whatever. I'm sure you picked up some some tips and tricks, right? Yes, but there's really, you can't, you know, you can't. Right. I mean, it is what it is. It's not that long of a flight, though. So she'll be, I'm sure she'll be like, fine. It's not like you're going, her first flight is like 12 hours. Oh, my God. Packing for a child I remember from my nieces, I remember we took them to like Florida or Disney World once and they have like their own, they're like, um, they're like Erica Jane flying. Yes. They've got like, <laughs> yes. like so much, much shit. And you're like this, you're this tiny person. This like tiny, how much shit could you possibly it's need? It's insane. I the stroller. ship so much stuff like through Amazon there. Oh, that's smart. And that's and nice that your dad lives there yes. too. So that like he can like. You know, you can just keep that stuff there for when you visit. It's not like you right. have to like bring it back too. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I ship like mostly disposable stuff, but whatever. I'm excited, but your trip is more exciting. Tell everybody where you're going. So I'm starting off in Sri Lanka as our mutual t- travel agent calls it. And I've been calling it Sri Lanka the whole time. So 
I assume I'm wrong. Um, Sri Lanka. Yes. And then, um, and then I'm going to the Maldives. And then we had a layover in Dubai on our way back. So we decided to just do a night there and like see it. So we were doing like 36 hours in Dubai on our way back. But I wouldn't, it's weird because like I'm not, I don't know if I like included like the official trip thing, but I guess it is. You get to see it. Yeah, we have a special scary activity plan there that um, I almost like don't even know if I should say because I'm I'm turning into you with like the jinx. Yeah, (laughs) kind of. I mean, either way, it's not going to affect if we die or not. So um, we are planning to go skydiving. So I'm (laughs) a little nervous about it, but I'm excited. So I feel like nervous, but excited. That's like. Yeah, no, that, that you, it's it's. I think that's a uh, pretty normal emotion about that activity. Yes, <laughs> scary, but I bet. But you said that they do it all the time. It's not like one yeah. of those like cheap places. No, they have like twenty. They have like fifteen runs a day. So I think that like it's gonna be, gonna be fine. <laughs> I mean, we'll I mean, find of out. all places to go, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like that. That was Mike's. I've always, I've always really kind of like wanted to go. And none of our friends have ever wanted to go with me at all. I've been trying for years. And Mike has already been. And he actually was really pushing for this is the one thing he was really pushing for on the trip. Really? Yeah, he's he's very into it. And I was like, I've always wanted to go. This is my last chance. Like, this is not something you do when you have kids um, and we don't have kids. So I'm kind of like, all right, let's let's just fucking do it. I don't know. I'm scared. But no, it's you're it's you have a you have you you could do it. It's like a bucket. It's like a bucket list thing for me. So I feel like once I'll be happy, I'm sure it'll be cool when I do it. But then after I'll be like, okay, cool. Like you did it. Like never again. Yes. Rusty's done skydiving, but like nowhere. Oh, as, really? As, I can see that. I think in Long Island. <laughs> oh, they can do it like in the Hamptons, right? Yeah. Somewhere. So yeah, something like that. But that's going to be cool. I mean, I have um, my stomach is upside down thinking about you skydiving. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking. It's funny. Every dangerous thing I do, I kind of think of you in the background like, <laughs> You're almost like the mother I never had, like watching out for like the things that I'm doing that are I'll scary. I'll be thinking of you. Tell me when you go. <laughs> right. Tell, tell me after you go, sweetie, so that yeah. I don't have to worry. Um. Oh, my God. My brother went skydiving, didn't tell my parents. Oh, and really? Then, and then he, yeah, until after. And I was at dinner with him and my mom. And he was like, I'm going to tell mom when you're here so you can deal with her getting mad. I'm like, no, you better not fucking do that. I mean, that's and, the thing yeah. with telling them after like that's that's nice because then yeah. they don't have to worry. And then you did it and yes. they can't talk you and out it's of it. over. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. But I have to like th- imagine it. But I'm, I'm I'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not how, even long, going. how long are you going to Florida for that? You're going to be you're going to be celebrating um, your birthday there. You've got a big a birthday. Well, not really a big uh, sammy's turned a big into one. a big birthday it's not a big birthday coming up yeah. <laughs> that was a joke right sammy's invite right yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, she was okay. like she was like people are, she sent me the invite she's like people are gonna get that this is a joke right i'm like i think so i didn't Maybe. get it at first <laughs> Maybe. um i didn't get it at first but then on the show she said it was a joke i was like oh okay oh no it's like yeah we, we had discussed okay i guess that i gave her bad advice because i was like oh everyone's gonna know that like 33 is like obviously not the big one I thought maybe because she was like, oh, it's a double number. It's a big one. <laughs> maybe it's but a yeah, big no. one if you have one of those like March 3rd birthdays. Because yeah. it's 3, 3, 33. Right. She, well, she 22. She doesn't have that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Birthday. My birthday. Rusty's birthday. Mila's meeting my grandma oh, for wow. the first time. Lots of exciting things. But Are it's not going to be like a vacay. Um, yeah. I hear it's not a vacay if you bring the baby, generally right. speaking. It's right, like, right, right, right. But it's hopefully still. my dad could take over and we have a little alone time or just I have time away from date night. Baby. I'm excited to hear about Naples because I've 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 been hearing about it a lot in like recent years and I want yeah people are moving there. I've never been. I want to hear. It. So tell us what everyone in Naples does. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Naples, Florida. <laughs> yes, Naples, Florida. <laughs> Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning, and that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son Lucas. It's so adorable. 
and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Should we talk about some pop culture? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about this. I've been hearing a little buzz about this euphoria drama in the background. What did you hear? I heard that the actress who plays... um, Kat, Barbie, right? Yes. That the actress who plays her got into some dispute with like the director or the showrunner. And that was why like she didn't have that many scenes this season, which kind of made... I mean, like she didn't... She had like... A little she almost she was much more of a side character i feel like than she was last season but i didn't feel i didn't i wasn't like oh like where is her i didn't i didn't think about it that much when i was watching it didn't seem like it was like not organically so do you know what i mean yeah i think sammy and i kind of briefly touched on this last week when we were going over the finale is that like she went from like her whole relationship was very they kind of brushed it off like it was set up to be something and then it feel like it brushed it off. And then she just kind of went back to the backseat of being this like side character. Whereas right. I feel like they were trying to develop her in the first season. And I almost feel like she could have had this big like Maude's character. I feel like she was a main character this season where she was just a side character last season. I almost feel like maybe Kat was going to have a big moment. It's possible. Because of this um be she what she got into a she got to a fights with the showrunner or like yeah. on tension tension but i mean they don't really explain like what it was about or what the argument was about so it's hard to comment too much just because like i don't know what the dispute was but um i guess that could make sense i wonder how often that happened it's funny because you think of like yeah movies are like they're all their own little business but it's like interesting because you have like new coworkers every time yeah. It's so interesting to think. I mean, it's funny also, like, because we only know our business, really. Like, we only mm-hmm. worked in it our whole adult career lives. But then you, like, look at, you go to a meeting at someone else's business and you're yeah. like, wow, like, the dynamic is so different, so different. Or it's like a whole other thing. And you kind of assume everyone works, like, in the same capacity. So it's funny to think of movies as that. And, like, you could have, like, office, you know, like, there's always, there's always, there's sometimes there's like, like office, different office dynamics. Yeah. Right. Dynamics and back and forths and things like that. So I do wonder how that comes into play, not only in Euphoria, but for any like movie or TV production. I mean, obviously, sometimes you hear about it, like with the Alec Baldwin situation, obviously very toxic work environment. And then you and then you also hear like the the things to me that are like most interesting is like the relationships between like the co-stars when they have, especially when there's like a romance, like and you know what happens because um, the famous one, Brad and Angelina, like. That that's still stuck in my mind. I don't know I mean, why. You've got to have like a lot of self confidence and confidence in your partner to just know that they're doing like sex scenes with super hot people where they're like have to like it's not even like they can have to just do it and like cross it off. Like they have to. If they're a good actor. They have to like fully get into it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that must be. Um, something that's semi hard to grapple with like even if you say it's cool because you kind of have to say it's cool i'm sure in the back of your head you're like a little anxious about it and then there's like the situations like that movie with olivia coleman what was that called this the other sister or something lost daughter lost daughter where like maggie gyllenhaal was the director and her husband was like supposed is an actor in the movie sleeping with having a sex scene with the other main character that also boggles my mind they're so cool, though. I feel like, I don't know. Who, Maggie? That couple. I just feel like they're, like, very talented and very... Um, I don't know why I think of them as above it. They're definitely not. But don't you just envision... Because like, she's the director, you're like, oh, like, she... 
she doesn't care like they're i don't i mean she's also there what it's all better it if you're the there art. watching yeah yeah i know she's there watching it must be like maybe maybe she's into it i'm sure she's into it right. no but <laughs> it must be crazy to also be like the actor in that scene like okay my wife's watching but i have to be in character and i don't know well that's you the ha- weird i feel part like about- you have to have a certain type of relationship for you to do that i feel like it would be scary to date an actor because you never know when they're like acting Right. You know I mean, you know they're yeah. a good actor. A good actor. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know they're a good actor. Like, how could you trust anything they do? They know what they know how to like. They know how to act. Right. It's almost although, like being you're dating someone who's a good liar. Although a lot of actors need like a script or a, a persona to embody, like, become, and like they have to study something to become something, someone else. That's right? true. Yeah. Yeah. Makes but, you think though. all right let's talk about other um relationship family dynamics between actors um so amy schumer apparently or she did accidentally revealed that michael Sarah had a baby (laughs) six months ago which is wild apparently in a news interview she was like michael has a baby too and then she realized that oh shit is that she he's keeping that a secret and then she goes is that public knowledge um i just outed him i just added his baby <laughs> i do uh, that i that must be it must be crazy to hide a baby from the public like kylie hide, hid her whole pregnancy i mean easier easier in covid i would say yeah but obvi- hard yeah. overall yeah but uh, for a lot of actors, like you notice that they're not really seen that much in public. You don't see pictures of Michael Sarah walking around. Yeah, he's not like, I mean, he's not, also, he's not like on the yacht with the thirst straps. <laughs> like, that's, well, there's, no, there's, there's definitely people who like want to be seen and like you can kind of tell. And yeah. then there's other people who like sometimes they catch them, but it doesn't feel like they're like trying to go to the places where they're going to be taking pictures of i mean some celebrities are like always like taking pictures of like leaving the gym like dakota johnson is constantly being photographed i do wonder if they call them doesn't she have a home gym (laughs) i feel like she must also like be cool with that like she must know that that they must they have an arrangement there's no way she doesn't have like a private place to work out that she where she wouldn't be if she really didn't want to be J-Lo have a picture too. Take, yeah 100 j-lo loves that that's her yeah, thing j-lo has a relationship with the paps right i mean she likes that that's also like she's fit that's her thing she's like people take pictures of her at the gym they're all and then she probably likes that then there's like a story that accompanies that about like her diet and exercise routine right 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 oh my god she is so fucking funny i watched i got served an ad um or maybe it was just a video she she posted about her skincare and it was like you know it's a late night set and my skin is looking blah 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 but then i put on my j-lo glow and i go into the mirror and i go this is literally her video she goes and i go damn you are gorgeous <laughs> you can tell that she really believes this and this is what she and i was hysterically laughing i'm like this woman i mean sure great is so full of herself 100 <laughs> percent. but that's who she is i really enjoyed marry me the movie <laughs> yeah i mean she is very beautiful so you know who looks so much like her Melissa Gorga. I was just catching up on Housewives, Jersey. I'm two episodes behind. I really like Melissa Gorga, but I also think she's full of herself. But I also like don't. It's same with J Lo. I guess like I don't really care. Yeah, I it's don't kind care. of like fun almost. So I was just catching. Yeah, so I was catching up on it, and I wanted to talk to you about Jersey really quickly, just sure. about the fact that you know, like both of our parents are divorced and. Like, I feel like they do such an interesting job of showing different family dynamics. Jersey like, especially, yeah. In Jersey, so yeah. specifically, like different ways in which families relate to each other, the, the, the way that they have relationships with their children, whether they're, they have infidelity, they stay, mm-hmm. stick together or come apart. Or like I felt that that whole um i'm still two episodes behind so i'm a little bit behind but like the the sit down with dolores and frank and the kids oh yeah and like talking about that but they're still like a family unit it's very interesting they don't seem that cohesive of a family unit though like the kids don't really seem to or at least gab is it gabrielle i think so 
she doesn't really seem to like Frank that much. She yeah, calls, she calls him, Frank. him Frank. Yeah, I noticed that. Which, I mean, I could see how she would have a lot of resentment over the fact that he wasn't really around when she was a kid. That's probably why she calls him Frank as like an extra thing. And I mean, you'll see even like with the Jennifer stuff, like not to give too much away for you if you haven't seen it, but she winds up telling like they tell the daughter about like the affair and like that was like heartbreaking to watch just like. They don't, yeah. really, they, don't, they don't watch you tell her, but they watch you her like discuss it with her. And it is really interesting to see how everyone deals with their own. Um, it's yeah. It, and how they all handle infidelity and yeah. like the things that you see on screen versus things that you're sort of like thinking about them as what they want to show. Totally. You could tell that Jackie and Evan, like, I feel like trying to make a conscious effort that they're like happy and like sexually active, right? Like, yes. <laughs> you could tell that. But it's just interesting. I don't know. And also, like, Marge's husband is oddly like touchy with all the other wives. Right. I mean, you can also see, it's funny, like, I like that you can see a lot. They show a lot of their relationship with their parents, too. And you can see how their parents' own relationships have affected their own personal marriages and they show that again more than any other show like Dolores a few seasons ago they showed her seeing her mom and her mom her parents like are married but live separately right and to me like when I think about that when I think about her her relationship with Frank makes a lot more sense because she's never she's not used to some like world where she's led to believe that marriages are perfect or that like Mm -hmm. it's all or nothing like her parents seem to like be get along at least from the episode I just saw they get along really well but they live separately and I'm sure there's some like weird stuff going on and there it's like cool like it's accepted and that's kind of it how it is with Frank and her own kids like they're friends they're like cool but there's also like a lot of infidelity or a lot of like you know what I mean there's no you don't expect that of anything. And then you see Jennifer with her mom and her mm-hmm. mom is like has very traditional like views and how that kind of like seeps into Jennifer's view about infidelity and in her own marriage. And so I think it's so interesting to see them not only with their kids, but mm-hmm. also with their parents. Yeah. I thought that conversation that Jennifer had again, two episodes behind. So it's very fresh in my mind. I'm walking on my mini treadmill and watching um, the conversation she had with Marge about how, it's all about protecting Bill, even though Bill's the one who did it. Yeah. Well, that that was like a heartbreaking, like that to me was felt very sad, but. I want you to finish the episode so we can talk okay. about it. Because Bill. Okay, so maybe I'll, I'll put it on the table. Bill started, it's funny. I was telling uh, Dylan, we talked about this. I mentioned it all, which you guys should listen to. Oh, um, listen to it. I'm on, on Wednesdays, except for I won't be on the next two Wednesdays because my honeymoon. But we had a, a discussion about, that too and I was saying like I feel like Bill is kind of the silent villain of this whole season but he's uh, very likable too mm-hmm. he's like a, yeah. he's like a villain by omission almost do you know like a lie by right. like he's like a villain just by his inaction in this whole season because he has this power over Jennifer like yeah. he's makes all the money and because also of their culture, mm-hmm. like she needs to be this good wife and provide like sort totally. of provide in a different way for her husband. I was going to say, I also feel like he's been distracting her from like his feasances. Um, <laughs> so like Dwight Schrute, <laughs> you know, with like glittery, shiny shit for the past 10 years. Like, oh, like here's a house, really nice house. Here's like a there's this ring for seven years. Here's these really nice cars like and he's just kind of like using that. And like she says, oh, I spend whatever I want. I have the enormous credit card bills. It's like that's like why like he's almost like put like bringing a bell one way. So she looks that way while he does whatever he wants. Yeah. Which feels to me kind of like uh, standard in those types of relationships when the wife doesn't work and relies on the husband for the money. And then there's you add this like wealth on top of it. But, you know, I think the Bravo producers are so shady like you could tell what they're doing like when they showed the nanny do you remember seeing that like they're at the shore house and they show they made it a point to show the nanny she's a young girl oh i and, didn't even and she's that. like like kind of pretty and i was just like fucking bravo like you're now I, you're planting in my head to wonder if bill is still with the nanny 
everyone says it's over, but like, who knows? who knows? Like he says that was the only thing. And like the way, I mean, I don't necessarily believe that. Also, it's just funny that Bill is like opting out from any discussions mm-hmm. really in anything. And he continues to do that, which is why, again, I'm saying he's like a bill. Like you'll yeah. see as the show, as the show goes on, Jennifer's starting to get annoyed. Oh, and good. I think you will, you will like the, the next two episodes because it's starting and it's kind of really revealing the cracks in their marriage. But I love Jersey. And I mean, I talked about this also with Dylan, but like every character, even if I don't like their actions necessarily, I still mm-hmm. really enjoy watching. And then I think it's like a, a very, they have a great cast dynamic. Like mm-hmm. I they're truly, friends. they're friends, but they also annoy each other. And even like the sisters in law with like Melissa and Teresa, like, it's very entertaining to watch because I really do enjoy watching all every single character. There's no one who's yeah. on screen where I'm like, I don't really care except for maybe Tracy, but she's, <laughs> they're developed well for sure. And, um, I also really like the producer when they break the wall and bring in the producers and you can see when Teresa's trying to control the narrative. Teresa. Yeah. And I like that. And then Melissa is like, she sometimes decides when she wants to take Teresa's side or like she gets a little, you know, crazy. She has Joe to like also carry her yeah. in the terms of plot. But anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because I thought that show does a really good job of showing so many different types of family dynamics and whether divorced or not or still together or dealing with infidelity. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, wow, like no other real housewife show kind of does it like that. Jersey does it very well. Whatever they, whatever point they've gotten to here with this cast is like, it doesn't feel like you're only seeing what they want you to see. Like you're seeing a real 360 view of, of everyone and everyone is like, has many layers and is very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and isn't just like, you know what I mean? Like the caricature of themselves, they're only doing one part. Like I think it's very, very interesting. So I want you to watch and then okay. maybe next time we can just, or when I'm back. I'll catch up. Yeah. When I'm back, we can discuss the season as a whole. I'm excited. I will. Okay. Sounds good. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting travel.com slash Betches. Go to travel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. We did talk about Amy Schumer revealing Michael Sarah's baby. I like, again, he's not a big paparazzi guy. I'm excited to watch the show, Life and Beth. Yes. They're in together. Very excited. And Michael Sarah, it's funny. I feel like 
I kind of forgot about him, but now he's back and I'm like excited to see him because he has like a really he's a really particular on screen presence. For sure. He's great. I mean, Arrested Development. I feel like kind of want to rewatch that again. He's that was that was that still remains to be his best role, right? Totally. And super bad. I think he was good into, but Arrested Development a little bit better. Is the... But yeah, I always kind of felt like I like was him in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's like orange Do you still feel that way? Oh, yeah. I just feel like. I mean, there's a part of me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe. There's, there's a a little part of me that feels like I am that character. You're Michael Sarah In female form. But um, that's really funny. I didn't know he had a kid. I honestly didn't even know he was married. But I I'm guess now sure everybody he knows. He might not be married. He He's never like confirmed or denied, I think. So yeah, so I'm reading about it right now. It says he does have a six-month-old. He can play with Mila. And no, he is married. It says in March 2018, it was reported Michael Sarah has gotten married to Nadine, his wife Nadine. Um, Nadine after what? Uh, I don't know, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> after he was spotted walking around in Brooklyn with appeared to be a gold wedding band on his finger. Good for Michael Sarah. Let's talk about Amanda Bynes really quick. Did you know she was, she's trying to petitioning to end her conservatorship? Did you know she had a conservatorship? I didn't know, but I would say I'm not surprised um, just given everything that happened with her. Like, I don't know. How many years ago was that? Seven? She, an, she had a nine-year conservatorship. That's a long time. I wonder which... I have no idea what she's up to these days, but... Yeah, it's a pretty crazy. Nine years. I didn't, I didn't know. I remember we were like really watching. She was in the news a lot, and maybe it was at that time that she was going to... She was having a hard time publicly... I'm assuming that she was her team <laughs> was waiting for the Britney Spears news to come out and so that they could use that as some sort of precedent Amanda for her so to get funny. out of it. Listen, I just had Josh Peck on DST and he just was just like, yeah, you know, I did uh, Drake and Josh. But first I was on the Amanda show. I was like, I literally said, like, I cannot believe I'm talking to you right now because like I used to watch the Amanda show so religiously like I would I'd sit in my grandma's house. I would watch the Amanda show. I'd watch all that. And I'm like. This is she was great. She was she was so great. Like, I can't. But I mean, fucking childhood stardom fucks you up, especially during that time. Now I think it's a little different. I also think, yeah, if you have like any sort of potentially like, you know, if you're going through a mental health crisis, the news media is not like understanding of you and will really blow it up and like use that for clicks. I mean, yeah, but it does seem like it's not as um quote-unquote dramatic as britney's because right. so her she's parents are like down to are down for away. it she's under um her mom lynn yeah <laughs> everybody's fucking named lynn everyone's mom's um, name lynn. <laughs> america's mom lynn <laughs> is um her conservator and they're both down to terminate so we'll see what good happens luck. good luck mandy yes Okay, we what we need to talk about one super trending thing that is all over the internet, the interwebs, which is Kim Kardashian, Kim the family, the Kardashian family, aka Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and Chris, did a cover for Variety, and they did a supplementary video, and um, Kim basically talks about her work ethic. Have you seen this? It's I saw something on. I saw like a little bite-sized reel that people have been memeing about her saying you just have to work so fucking hard you have to work hard and then courtney goes so true and then <laughs> and then um she's just like you know you just have to people these days don't want to work and you really just have to show up and you have to do the work and you and, and i watched the extended version on tiktok but basically like she's just talks about how hard you have to work and she says that success there's no such fast way to success and there's uh she's like even posting my pictures you know that's work <laughs> and a lot she's getting a lot of like flack okay because she grew up rich yeah not as rich but rich i also so i posted a tiktok about this because i i looked at i saw that that was variety, very funny the variety pictures yeah. <laughs> and it was so telling about which what the kardashians of post the themselves and the of the shoot because Chloe, like sweet Chloe <laughs> posts, well, you guys can look at it because I'm not going to get into it, but sweet Chloe posts like everyone in her family and herself last. <laughs> and then fucking 
Courtney does like the power headshot, whatever. And fucking Kim posts her sister pic and then just posts three different poses of herself. And I guess that's her working. That's what we want from her. That's what exactly. She knows that's what we want to see. Anyway, this is all like in promotion of their new show um, on Hulu, which they're moving from E to like Hulu. Um, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited. I'm excited that they're gonna be able to like curse because it's a streaming service and it's not like cable tv so i think that you might get another layer because there's certain things you kind of have to be a certain level of pg yeah on i'm i'm assuming that they're going they had to have a conversation about how is this show going to be different and we Mm -hmm. have to make it better and we need to give the audience like a different type of look of our family and i'm excited to see what they come out with so um i think that's coming out soon yes Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee. And I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Should we talk about some more TV? I know I kind of went into Housewives quickly, but. Let's touch on some other TV. Did you watch, I mean, it's not on on our outline, but have you seen um, Pieces of Her? It just came out on Netflix with Tony Collette. No, I haven't. I, have I watched the Is first episode last night. I really liked it. Um, it's like exactly, it's like very much that like thriller, like interpersonal thriller kind of thing. And I definitely, I want to keep watching. I was like, I was late. So I downloaded slowly. it. Download it on your, um, if you have an iPad or your phone, you could watch it on your trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could. <laughs> do you work for uh, Apple or the, uh, <laughs> the, um, the Amazon tablet company? Oh, no. I have an iPad. I know. I, I've sat. I sat next to you on a plane recently. I know that is your jam. Mike likes to do that too, and I'm kind of like, oh, I just want to see what happens. I I've used to be like that. I used to be like that, but Rusty has 
turn me into a complete, like, I have to plan ahead. Don't leave okay. things to the last minute. You're going to end up trying to watch my show and like oh, ask yeah. for a I'm headphone. Like, I'm like, why don't you give me a headphone? He's like, <laughs> yeah, no. That's exactly that. That was me. That was me. No, but he's, I'm an independent TV watcher now. Well, I, I just got my new Kindle. I'm trying to read a lot of books on this trip because I just feel like there's like a, a good amount of beach time. Yeah. And like travel time. So I'm trying to make, but it's tough with books because sometimes there's, there's trips when you read, when you're like, read the whole book and you're like, wow, I was just like off, like yeah. off my phone. I read this whole book and I feel like, even though they're yeah. like, they're like chick litty, like they're not like smart yeah. books, but yeah, it's like nice to be off of your, your phone. And then there's trips where I'm like the last, like I literally have to be, so incredibly bored to take this out like i i feel you you have to have a, like a really good a good one to want to yeah. get through that's the um, issue with books they have to be they have and also you need yeah. to get like 60 pages in i was looking at jessica Dole's instagram and she's like i try to read the first 60 pages before my trip so that like once i'm there i can like fully get in you don't have to oh my god warm up that is true preparing for yes. uh, a trip with your entertainment i love jessica Knoll. Sammy recently read like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I downloaded that. I accidentally downloaded the audiobook. So oh. I mean, I'm, that's kind of nice. You could take Mila for a walk and listen to the audiobook. Yeah, or I'll just listen instead of once I run out of Housewives to watch, I'll I'll listen to that Where instead you, of walking. I feel like you need to be doing something while you listen to an audio. What are you sitting in the room just pressing play and just no, like I'm sitting? walking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think like that's I a have great my mini treadmill. Thing. Well, I see it. Maybe soon it'll get warm out. I can come by. We could walk around your block like middle-aged moms that we've always Power wanted walked. to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's we can definitely do that. Or, or we can now walk with a stroller, which is just funny because we used to push your brother on the stroller when he was like three years old. And it now you crazy. have like a real baby to put in a stroller. So crazy to think about that. Like, I know. I, my brain can't wrap around that. It doesn't seem idea. like that long ago. It like, seems it does, we were but the doesn't. same people. Yeah. We were same just different. Like I picture ourselves the same as we are now, pushing my brother as a three-year-old. I can't believe your parents let us take him. I guess I mean, we, were, we were we were like thirteen. Teen. Yeah, we yeah. were teen. I used to babysit. That's true. I used to do that too. I'm just thinking about like what we were doing, like how immature we were, but also not you really. Know, he was safe. I, I was the one running after him. You were pushing him down. <laughs> That's true. You would run. That was a fun workout. Wow. I was like, stop it, Jordana. Um, but he's all, he's all good now. He's um like fucking six feet tall. Now he's skydiving. I prepared him. You prepared for, him. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take credit for that. <laughs> um. All right. Let's. So I'm I'm gonna watch that show. The uh, what did you say? The pieces of her. Pieces of her. Yes. Tony Collette. Huge Tony Collette fan. Yeah, I really like her. Have you watched The Dropout? Elizabeth Holmes. I, I did watch it. I need to rewatch the second and third episode because I was sort of distracted. But the first episode was very good. The third good. one was really good too. I really liked the third one because you see how you see the story of how she like she I mean, the first episode you see that she kind of like was well-meaning right. and, you know, and then you can't you can't you think about like, holy shit, like, you know, all the things that the investor fraud that she did and all the crazy it shit. It almost seems like it was an accident in some ways, but obviously not. Yeah, when you see the third episode, you see like what she does. Yeah, I mean, she just kind of seems like a big loser. It's kind of how they played her. Kind of. <laughs> like, just, I know. like this huge nerd who's like this, like wouldn't let you copy her notes or something. Do you know what I mean? Right, when, when they, they make her seem so lame, like at, in the study abroad. <laughs> the part with the voice is like scary. Where she's like practicing but the I voice. Mean, you have yeah. to think about it. Like, how did that happen? How yeah. did that happen? Like she changed her voice on purpose. I also saw this thing on TikTok about um, Elizabeth Holmes and why her hair looked like so in disarray. Like she was always fried a little bit yeah. and why her lipstick was a little off. And she's, the, the girl doing the TikTok said that it's because she did that on purpose because she wanted to look hot-ish for her investors, but, but not hot enough that they wouldn't trust her. To manage okay. their money. So she's not so concerned with her appearance that she's not like fully in the... Yeah. Like, almost like a mad scientist. Like a mad hot scientist. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're a little bit kooky. <laughs> right. But... And so she's like playing a part. Because at, at some point she was completely just a fraud. Right? Like she was just lying to everybody that this thing was working. And I don't know. It's just... It, it is such an interesting story to watch how someone 
became this person. Yeah. I mean, you don't just become that overnight. So it was, I did like the like high school. Um, it's funny that her dad worked for Enron. Very like coincidental, I guess, in terms of fraudulent companies. What happened you with know, Enron and, again? They, I don't know exactly, but they were like this big company that were taken down. Um, they were taken down because of fraud in like the early 2000s, I think. Yeah. 2001, right? they declared bankrupt. Bankruptcy, excuse me. And that was um, like the big fraudulent company of like that time. And then it's funny mm-hmm. that she grows up to like have like one of the biggest fraudulent companies of our time. Do you feel like there's a lot of financial crime stuff out right now? What do you mean? Like what What else? Like the Tinder swindler, oh, this, and, Anna uh, Delvey. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's like that. that's sort of the, the Anna Delvey show. I finished it, by the way. You, I, um, in the last episode with Sammy, you weren't here. I oh, redacted. I, I listened. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 It's, it it's like I it's it. bad, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I the newsroom is the most annoying part of it, where they're all like, it's very unrealistic, where they're all like hyped up. Yeah, it, it's this. Yeah, How it was the Marrakesh scene. Yes, it, that it, was my favorite part. It was all kind of crazy. Her and friend I was just, so annoying. Too. Uh, the um, what's her name? Rachel. Yes. Yes, and also I liked that they sort of. Like turned on, like they turned on her. They turned the, the script end. on her. Well, she has yeah. a, the, the real Rachel has a lot of um, stuff to say about that. She's not super she's not happy, happy. I'm with the portrayal. Sure she's not. They like kind of made you like Anna at the end of the show, and yeah. it's because she sold her rights to it. So I'm assuming it was sort of done that way. Oh yeah, it was like she definitely Purposely. had some sort of thought but yeah, about but that. There is a lot of financial crime, and I think that in the show, that's what um, that's what Anna. Kolomsky jump I yeah. can never remember her name was saying like this is like the millennial kind of cult like what people are interested in, like the culture like like um fire festival and all of that is like these these scammers and you can't well it's about I guess like keeping up like the idea that the culture is such that you need to like show that you're in these cool places doing these cool things all the time and like it's sort of a sign of the times um, which is really interesting. You have to f- like show that you're cool through social media and it's all about like your image and it doesn't matter what the substance there is. And it's also like this, it's also like the glorifying the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like this, like whatever boss. Well, it used to be this like girl boss, like mm-hmm. um, hustler, like hustle culture. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's not as much of a thing anymore well it's really. obviously like you can't really show it on social media because it doesn't it's not glory it's not glorious right. it's also <laughs> like the more time you have to show it on social media the less you actually have going on like obviously. if you're actually busy you're not like posting pictures of your of your coffee and your work desk because you have shit to do you're truly not- like i struggle like uh, do you know making any type of content because yeah you've things literally to do. fucking meetings all day yeah. and like podcasts and all of that shit it's hard to think about that but when you're really but you sort of have to these days um because it's become so ingrained but i really i mean i think that this whole scammer culture is a direct result of like the show off the totally nature of social media right um i wonder what the next one is going to be so let's let's end with a i get i actually just thinking about this last night um shoot fuck mary okay scammer edition fun okay anna delvey yeah elizabeth holmes and um I was going to say either Billy McFarland or the Tinder Swindler. Which one do you think oh we should do? Oh, my God. Tinder Swindler's more relevant to okay. right now, I guess. Yeah. Is Billy still in jail? I don't know. I feel like you he know, got out on the documentary. You he know, was like when out. we were in WeWork, there was a, when we, one of our WeWorks that we were in before we had our office years, years, years ago, when you get off the elevator, there was a Magnesis office. I remember Magnesis. That was like a thing that sounded weird, but like some people were into it. People were into it. It was like a, th- that credit card thing. And it was compl- yeah. so fucking crazy. That was there. It's like complete scam. But anyway, okay. Shoot, fuck, Mary. Um, Let's do Tinder Swindler. Tinder Swindler, Anna Delvey, Elizabeth Holmes. Ugh. I feel like Elizabeth Holmes probably the smartest. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to marry her. Although that seems just a very stressful life. She's so stressful. Stressful uh-huh. with all of them. Um, <laughs> who's in the most financial trouble? Because <laughs> I don't want to be married to them because then I'm, I'm also on the hook. That's true. <laughs> it might be Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. 
That's true. We might have to get rid of her for that reason. Yeah, for that reason, I'm out. Um, okay. Yeah, she's she's pay, she owes a lot of people a lot of a money. lot of money. And so Adele didn't really get there. Almost. She, yeah, she was not the 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 mastermind that I she. Think I think I'd have sex with a Tinder swindler because, like, I don't know. If you don't really think he's going to commit to you, you probably won't give him that much money. So yeah. <laughs> you're just, you know, in and out. And then <laughs> literally, are we marrying I, Anna Delvey? I think we're marrying Anna Delvey. I could speak Russian with her. <laughs> it's true. You guys would have a lot to discuss. Not really, but <laughs> she'd be kind of like mean to you, but like she'd be so mean. Um, <laughs> she, I, yeah, the end of the show, you sort of are just like, I, I, you, you know what I hated though? The end of when that like stupid conversation that the lawyer and Anna Klumsky had about like yelling at each other about how much they love her or whatever. And like the oh, lawyer yeah. didn't go on his fucking vacation. <laughs> that was so that stupid. Was right. So stupid. But that said, I did like how they made you think about like how we all, everybody kind of does take advantage of certain people or certain right. things. I liked that perspective, the way that they both did make out after covering or being involved with Anna, not Anna. What's her name? Yes, Anna. Yeah, it's weird. I her like name's the Anna idea too. that like no one's inherently so much better than anyone else. Yes. It's just more like, what are you doing that's really illegal or like, yeah. really, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like her friend, they made her friends kind of like, oh, like you went on the trip. Yes. Like you were just expecting her to pay for everything. Like, mm -hmm. why does that make you better than her? You gave your credit card. You could have left. Right. So... It, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. But anyway, um, so we are having sex with a Tinder swindler. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's it for today. This uh, That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Aileen. And be sure to leave us a review. Give us five stars. We love it when you do that. DM us when you do that. And we can check out the review you left. We love that. And you can subscribe to all of your friends, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And... If there's any show you want us to watch, let us know. You can just DM that to us because we don't have an email. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.